Hi everybody, my name is David Deutsch. I am an intuitive, um, I call myself an intuitive consultant, not necessarily a psychic. Um, there's so many words for, for all of these things, but I, I like to call myself an intuitive consultant. And I'm also an intuitive realtor here in the greater Denver area. And I'm here with Rebecca and Donna here at Calling All Angels in Lakewood. Hi, Hi everybody. Mm -hmm. um, we're so uh, excited to have you back and to be back here to do another episode. Um, I, I kind of been chewing on this one for a day or two. Um, and it's something that I think we all kind of experience at different times and we have our theories as to why it happens. So okay. I would love to kind of dig into it and chew on it today. Um, and the topic of the day is, are we ready? Yes. Get ready, hit me. The energy of technology fails. Oh, <laughs> yes. So, you know, I was uh, a little bit late getting here today um, for our recording session because my iPhone decided last night that it just wanted to freeze up. I had, you know, I sent myself a bunch of texts. I'm one of those people that texts myself reminders instead of putting it in notes yeah. or some other really wonderful program. What are the programs that people use for, for oh sending notes, reminders to themselves? Evernote. Evernote. Your notes, Google Calendar. <laughs> Google Calendar. I do use Google Calendar, but I, gosh, do I use my text, do I text myself a lot, yes. either through Siri or through just on my phone. Um, just kind of ideas. It's kind of my, what I call a parking lot. You know, it's where I park a lot of ideas. Um, and then kind of write them down later or go through through them later. Well, I had accidentally um, yesterday deleted all of my own texts oh to myself. My all the, and those are the most important ones to me is the ones that I, the ones that I've made to myself because they're all about ideas for business and life philosophy stuff, all oh, sorts of quotes, man. all sorts of things that I like to use in, in my routines. <laughs> so what happened was um, I decided I wanted to do a, that the best course of action was to do a reset on my phone. Since I back everything up in iCloud, which is kind of like what iPhone uses, uh, if you subscribe to back up all of your information, including your texts, which is so cool. Because I like to keep my all, all of my emails and texts for a number of years, both mm -hmm. for legal reasons and to refer back to things, especially sure. for real estate. Um, uh, because sometimes I'll need information that I you that I needed uh, to or that I used two years ago. If someone's going to sell their house or do you know whatever, if someone needs some information from a year or two ago, I can refer back to. Um, old texts and, and really emails smart. and stuff. So I hold on to those things for a long time. Sure. Anyway, so what happened was I backed it all up with my, I thought I was doing the right thing and reset my phone and um, it ended up freezing um, in the middle of the process and I couldn't get my phone turned off no. or, to, you know, I couldn't, uh, once I did get it turned back off, I could only reset it to a certain level to where it still wasn't quite working right. It wasn't pulling in the backup and stuff. Right. Yeah. It, it pulled in a bunch of stuff, and then it didn't pull in what I was looking oh. for, which is where all my texts. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure I'm not the only one. Has anyone ever lost their contacts or texts? It's kind of a panic situation, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So it got me to thinking, A, how dependent are we on technology in general? Um, mm -hmm. And what would we do without it? And that could be something we could discuss today or another time. 
And B, um, do these, did I have something to do? Like, because I've had kind of a chaotic couple weeks, just, just with life. Things have just kind of gone a little wonky. So I wasn't really surprised when this happened yesterday um, and this morning when I, for the four hours I was fixing it today. But it did get fixed. So it's, it's all back on track. So that's a good thing. Um, it's all, it's all good now. Um, the thing is though, is, um, my question is, are technology fails that I call them technology fails, I guess, um, mm -hmm. things where you expect, you have this expectation that your device is going to work yeah. or that technology, your television is going to work or technology or the internet, um, or, you know, all of those things that we rely on interdependently and oh. daily on a hourly minute basis, just constant dependency on those things, whether that's good or bad. I'm starting to think it, with what happened that that might have been a message that it wasn't, you know, that I need to depend a little bit less on those things. Oh. But anyway, so that's the topic of today is what is the energy of technology fails? Um, what does that mean to you guys? To me, it means being so reliant on something and expecting it to work because, because yeah, I'm going to give credit. Most of the stuff today, it's like, it is pretty dependable. Mm -hmm. Otherwise we wouldn't sure. use it as much. Yeah, Things yeah. are pretty dependable. So thank you for that to all, all of the developers and programmers and researchers and yeah. idea people out there that create such beautiful technology mm -hmm. um, and wonderful products and such innovation. Um, I'm so, I'm so, blown away by that yeah but when something goes wrong boy do things go south don't, yeah. don't they yeah, sure. you know especially when you need the information or you think you do you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. one you may not even need it but you think you do and then you have a panic attack so um i'm just going to start it there okay. um with with that situation that happened yesterday and um, i was asking rebecca earlier when mercury retrograde is mm -hmm. and i'm not sure that everybody knows what that means but it's kind of one of the, there's a few of those a year. How many? Three four. to four. Three to four, Three to four a year. Mm -hmm. And they last for a, almost a month a piece. So mm -hmm. that's like a quarter of our year that's in Mercury retrograde. And I hear people say all the time, Mercury retrograde is responsible for my technology fails or for my, le or for my communication breakdowns. Right. So uh, <laughs> I just, I did a, a check today with Rebecca to find out when the last Mercury retrograde it's ended passed. and it ended on the 1st of August. So mm -hmm. I guess it wasn't that, but that doesn't mean that there weren't other energetic or astrological reasons for it um, or that there were. Sure. So what does, I'm just going to open up the topic. What is what is this thing about technology fails that that sends us into a tailspin? Who wants to start? Well, I have a few things to say. Okay, <laughs> all right. As you have the floor. Um, so this is Donna, and uh, what I so I want to talk about that a little bit because for one thing, living in a spiritual mindset, which I do, an energetic mindset, um, we always are looking for the, the energetic answer, the energetic reason for that to happen. So, yes, the first thing we usually do is, is it Mercury or retrograde? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the is calendar. the first thing, isn't it? <laughs> um, but, but, you know, it's not uh, responsible for everything, obviously. Mercury retrograde has its its very specific sort of purview that, and, I, and I've noticed that it does actually affect things. 
things, but um, but other, as you said, other planetary reasons, all astrological reasons, whatever. And then also, I think our personal energy affects our technology. Um, have you ever met somebody who just literally, you know, cannot use technology? Because like, it fries or because they don't or, know how. Or it just can't get, you know, they, they could go to classes to learn, but they still can't figure it out. Or they, you know, they, or every time they touch their machine, it's like something goes wrong with it. I have totally met lots of people like that. So I have too. And usually when I look at those people, I can see their energy field is in chaos and they are approaching everything so chaotically that it doesn't shock me when their technology doesn't work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there's that. And and that can just be a mental uh, block, right? Um, so not then, necessarily an energetic thing, but like a, a, a mental block. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because what I was thinking about when you were talking just a minute ago was that, as I said, we're, um, we're the... It, we live in energetic, spiritually aware lifestyle, so we're always thinking along those lines. But I know a lot of people who just don't believe in that stuff, and they say, you know, Mercury retrograde, they laugh at me when I tell mm -hmm. them, it's Mercury retrograde. But it affects them, too. It does. It does. It does. And you can watch it happen. <laughs> yep. But they'll tell you, no, no, it's been like that for longer or whatever. And what kind of, what, when you notice that with a certain type of or group of people, who are the people that are the skeptics that say, nope, it has nothing to do with Mercury yeah, retrograde or energy? Like, who they're the science. I mean, they're okay. the. To me, I think I think science is important, and I and I believe in science too. But I but I think there's a certain group of people that I would call, uh, you know, that follow science like a religion, and and scienceism, if you will. <laughs> and I think um, I think they will just absolutely tell you that every. Thing that you you know are talking about is poppycock. Now, in folklore, here's a good example. I just saw this the other day. You know, in in our folklore and our experiences in the world, everybody knows that the full moon does affect behavior, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you ask any nurse, you ask any teacher, you ask <laughs> ask the police, ask Flight the attendant. emergency room. They will tell that you that activity. What did I notice when it was a full moon on the plane? Right. And a and a can, you know, that was in the sky. <laughs> so I had seen on a meme that said something about, you know, like it was from a parent to a teacher. Here are the full moons for the school year. Just that I just try to help where I can. And I and they even put a little disclaimer on the post that said, I know that this isn't scientifically proven, blah blah blah. And yet underneath. That post was a million comments attacking that person. Oh, that is not scientifically proven. Blah 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 blah. All that stuff. So, um, it's those people that I'm talking oh. about. They, they. So is it just? Is it like? So is it a specific type of a brain? Like the 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 engineering types or no, the science the science minded? It, I don't think it it does. I think it's just their cultural experience and their. I agree. I agree, because there are lots and lots and lots of scientists that actually do understand how these things affect us energetically and stuff, and have done studies like, and research. Yeah, like the guy who studies water, and how, oh, and how certain, what's his name, the Japanese oh, guy, Amodo. so cool. 
I can't think of it off the top and of my head. We'll put it in the, the show. The energy of like, yeah, we'll figure we'll figure out his name and put it in there because he's so cool and so yeah. interesting. Um, and his theory, or not theory, but scientifically, he he's shown that when you put signs, certain type of signs or 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 music to water, mm-hmm. that it changes the molecular it. structure. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that's. What does that have to do with technology fails? Probably a lot. Oh, yeah. What we put out there, right? Right, because because I think we affect energy on a subtle level. And if science can't measure all of it, it's because science hasn't gotten there yet. There's plenty of things that have, have happened in, in, in our history that scientists have said, this doesn't exist, or that isn't true, or there's no way for this to be. And then years later... The scientific technology caught up, and then suddenly, like, oh, that Guess thing what? is real, <laughs> you know? Kind of like the well, quantum, you know. kind of like the quantum uh, string theory about how there's different versions of ourselves mm-hmm. out there. So, um, Rebecca, what what is a technology fail? I know you're pretty tech, <laughs> you're kind of a techie, uh, and you love you're a social media guru. Oh. So what what's Tell me about a technology fail that made you want to pull your hair out. Okay, I can tell you a hundred. And I call them glitches in the Matrix. Oh, that's what they are. Like the movie The Matrix? Glitch in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. Well, and and as you point out, being a person who is a great deal of my income comes from managing social media and promoting on social media and that kind of thing. If, If my internet fails or my computer fails or the platform I'm working with fails, all technological fails, it is devastating. I have the anxiety and panic attacks of which you speak for that period of time until all peace is restored. <laughs> really? Oh so my gosh. You, you're yeah. not you're not like zen about it? So I have, am so not zen so about do you it. So kind of, do you kind of figure out where Rebecca's, like where her, where your um, triggers are? Uh, so, so that actually comes a little later in the whole rundown. <laughs> yeah, first first okay. thing I do is obviously, depending on whether it's a computer failure, phone failure, whatever, is first of all, check battery life, check the, the connection electrically, check if I paid my bill. Um, that's, that's a big one. Um, and then if it's the platform that I'm dealing with that is having issues or whatever, there are websites you can go to. Uh, one in particular I can think of is, is this site down? Where you plug in the name, like you could say, is Facebook down? And it will let you know if it's been having problems and people have reported issues with it or whatever. And at that point, you kind of have to check out from that and go, okay, got to give it a little time, let them fix whatever's going on, and then come back to it. But there have been those events where all of those things are in order, but I'm still having wonkiness going on. Now, that is of a more spiritual nature as far as I'm concerned. Well, actually, I will say it's of a more scientific nature as far as I'm concerned. Because everything, everything in existence is energy. It's all vibrating at different frequencies that determine whether it's a solid matter or a non-solid matter or a high note or low note or whatever. But everything in existence is energy vibrating at a different frequency. And if I am particularly chaotic or disturbed or out of source, out of alignment, as, as you've talked about before, then I do know that there is a direct relationship to how my technology will function in my hands 
according to where I am with my alignment. And sometimes I definitely have to get my alignment in order to resolve whatever the problem is. I gotcha. actually that's a very cool like insight, isn't it? Like getting in the to know back into that, alignment yes. like we always talk about Absolutely. in order to solve the problem or to see if the problem solves itself. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've actually had physical experiences when I'm chaotic and, and out of whack like that where I can touch an electronic yeah. device and it will short out at my touch. So, <laughs> I went through a period of time where, where you, you remember, because Donna yeah. had to help me through this period of time. Every printer that I touched fried. I couldn't print anything. And it was a period of time in my business where a lot of my ability to present classes and stuff was contingent on my ability to print out materials for the classes. And I literally fried like three printers, three high-end printers that year. That was the same year that I ended up Losing my cars because cars back to, plural cars plural, plural back to back to back had some sort of mechanical problem that could not be resolved, which resulted in me going a period of two years without a vehicle at all. And then yeah. I worked with Donna and some friends of ours, and we kind of did some but energy work and stuff. Oh. And that it's all been it's been repaired since then, but. Did you find that you, um, this is something that I find that I do, even though I know better, is that do you obsess until it's fixed? Something. That's what I did last night. I obsessed until mm -hmm. it was, actually, no, I'm going to give myself some credit. I, I said, okay, if this doesn't fix itself because I had it plugged into the uh, charger, I figured maybe I've been <laughs> messing with it too much and it just needs to like work itself through its own kinks. Yeah. You know? I'll just leave it overnight and see if it, if it kind of re fixes itself, which happens a lot, yeah, especially when, yeah. Needs to happen and if I'm, and if I'm trying to, you know, use five different programs at once, maybe it doesn't, it doesn't have time or the, uh, bandwidth to do all of those things at one time. So, but I find that, um, I get very obsessive. Like I am not going to quit until it's fixed. And in a way, that's bad. good, and in a way, it's bad. It like depends on the situation. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, Donna, let's talk about what's your what's your like crowning jewel of technology fails. Oh gosh. Because <laughs> Donna's a pretty tech person too. She yeah. does a lot of website development and mm -hmm. a lot of uh, administrative stuff time. on, on yeah. in back end stuff on the computer. So, be really interested in knowing what you consider to be a total fail in technology. Well, I I have uh, the printer thing is sort of a thing I think, especially when you're a little nervous or a little bit anxious about teaching a class or doing a presentation. That's inevitably when that that printer will quit working you every freaking time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's always very frustrating. So you know a, a number of things I've learned and and Mercury in retrograde does affect my phone every time you I can always tell by the way my phone acts it acts very differently during the time that it's mercury retrograde than it does without it right and so um dropped messages missed calls yep. all kinds of every time stuff text that so send so for me in terms of technology fail I understand what you're saying. Like, I used to be a little more like that, more obsessive about it, whatever. But I'm a kind of impatient person when it comes to technology anyways. I'm the person that sits there and 
and if it, you know if something doesn't come up on the internet, you know, I'm just like hit that button like sixty thousand times. Why aren't you working? Why aren't you working? You know better. So you instant, know better. instant gratification. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it should work like that, right? Um, but isn't going to make it work any better? Right. Hitting that button. Right. <laughs> our brains know this, but or I mean, our our spirits know this, but our brains don't. Right. So I have just in general over the last several years learned to be a lot more zen about um my technology because technology fails and it just does <laughs> because it technology does. fails it does it just does so it's i've done perfect. we I've need done, a sticker that says technology fail right <laughs> <laughs> so i've learned to do backup you know i keep backups i you know of everything i i learned that a long time ago i um and I just, I, and I've learned to put it down. If it's not working, put it down, come back to it later because your chaotic energy added to that, whatever problem is not going to solve the problem. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Right. So I've learned, it's a learned behavior, but I have learned to set it aside. And Mercury retrograde taught me that too, right. really, because I would just pay attention to Mercury retrograde and I learned a lot of patience because of it. Um, so, <laughs> can I can I share something to be really honest Absolutely. about it? So I never even had heard of Mercury retrograde until many years ago when you first Donna uh, and introduced the concept to me, and it was during that time when I was having all the wonky stuff going on, and you said, "Oh, it it could be Mercury in retrograde," and. When you first presented me with that idea, that was I was crazy. I did. I was like, "You are nuts! It is not that. How stupid! How silly!" But it's kind of sat in the back of my head, and so the next time we were in that season, I kind of noticed that yeah, things were definitely a little more wonky. And since then, I've learned that yes, during that three week period of time, whenever it happens. Things are just going to go haywire, and I just need to prepare in advance to know that that's going to happen. I don't make any important decisions. I don't sign any contracts. I don't try to communicate anything mm -hmm. really important through computers or phones during mm -hmm. that time. I just I make sure all my bills are paid in advance. Right. I just have to make sure that I'm prepared during that period of time for and everything to go wrong. And it happens whether you're prepared or not. And it does. Whether it, you know it's coming exactly. or not. It, <laughs> right. If you're, if, because I'm not a, I don't track calendar stuff very much well. I'm so, weird out that way. So sometimes <laughs> things will be going on and I'll go look it up. Sure enough. It's I right in the middle. I didn't know that. At right. The time, right. And it's become such a thing, such a, a prominent thing in my life since that time that I've helped other people who have no spiritual basis whatsoever or no understanding of energies and vibrations and all that stuff that are going through a weird time learn about the concept of Mercury Retrograde right. and they all walk away from it going, oh my god, I never knew that was the thing before, but that's a thing. It's truly a thing. And I, I want to add to that with the real estate stuff. I oh, pay. Yeah. I do pay attention yeah. to those times during contracts. Yes. yes. I'll tell you what. Contracts are energy. Yeah, they, they just are. are. And this is that's not a technology fail, but boy, is that important to make sure that you sign things and agree upon things and cross your fingers during times when we aren't in the middle of an astrological cycle like Mercury retrograde. 
for uh, signing important documents or making important decisions around um, things that cost us a lot of money or time. So I will be the first to tell you that as an intuitive realtor, I kind of do check on those things and try to avoid you know, inspection type of things or big decisions when it comes to negotiating during those times because I find that a lot of times a communication breakdown will happen and yep. um, things will not get solved during those periods and that's not a good thing and, and something that people consider so important in their life. Absolutely. So does planning ahead help you with that? It does. It does. Um, or you kind of looking or kind of figuring out, let's just, sometimes I, I do the uh, reverse engineering thing where mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, this is kind of going south. What's going on? Do I need to change my technique here because we're in a weird energy? So I'll kind of like, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes we don't have a choice of when things are signed. They're yeah. signed when they're signed. Sure. Of course. So, but I will, I'll take special um, care to make sure that I am handling things in a very careful way when yeah. those periods come up. Or I will try to avoid getting decisions made until they are passed. Right. And I, I always recommend that just extra patience with communication, extra time, all that stuff. And I think that whether it's Mercury or retrograde or not, when something like your phone fails or whatever, like you said, I think that was a smart thing. Put it aside, and it, it didn't fix the problem, but I still think that was smart because when you came back to it, you were coming with a clearer energy to deal with the issue, and it did get fixed. It took a while, but it got fixed. Absolutely, and it's fixed. I mean, it is absolutely running like the top now, and which I, is great because I was scared to death that I was going to have to go to T-Mobile and have right? them replace the phone and like sit there for three hours. Right. It's kind of like sitting at the DMV. Does everybody <laughs> like sitting at T-Mobile and the DMV right. or, yeah. the, or the doctor's office? Right. Those are places I'd like to avoid right. as much as possible. Absolutely. Was, so that's so I did I everything I could to avoid going there, and thank goodness I got to do that. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but I firmly believe that your personal energy and how you approach it would affect it and if you had just been chaotic all night long about it kept trying it kept trying it, whatever i don't know if it would still be it would probably still be not. fixed right it now. probably wouldn't have. and i always have these fantasies of throwing things out the window Am I, <laughs> the only one? I, know. I had a mac when i was in college one of the first macintosh computers that was ever made and i had a group of people that was sitting there um, writing a very important legal paper for a class which we did a ton of research on it was a collaborative project and my brand new computer decided that the hard drive was going to fail. Oh, yeah. It, it was a technology fail. Like, it was my first major technology fail back in yeah. college. And these people were so mad at me. They were so <laughs> angry with me because my brand new computer's hard drive, which yeah. back then in the 90s, things were not quite yeah. as reliable, were they? Amen. So <laughs> that, I mean, it basically just quit working and it was not fixable and we had to redo the entire project oh. and thank goodness now for backups and yeah well that's the thing because yeah the technology is better than back then but i i had a hard drive fail um I just recently on a couple year old computer you did yeah 
And thank goodness. I mean, I it have happens. A, I you had have, it backed up though, I on, have the, a, on the cloud. I pay a, yeah, I pay a monthly fee, and it and just does it worth it. Automatically, it is worth it. Yeah. iCloud that fifty gig on, on iCloud for uh, your iPhone is worth that ninety nine cents. Well, I, I I avoided it for so long. I'm like ninety nine cents, and I'm not cheap, but <laughs> I'm like, what do I need that for? And then I decided, gosh, David. Is it worth a dollar to have the peace of mind to right. have your stuff backed up? <laughs> I think so. It is. It is. So, For sure, yeah. I pay a backup service that it just happens automatically on my computer, you know. That's and, awesome. And it and backs it, it up has, to the cloud. Yep. And it has paid off in spades. Because like I said, just not too long ago, I had a hard drive go. And um, if I had not, I mean, I would have lost some really valuable information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, so I have had that. Do we, do we all oh, have I have too. <laughs> oh, we all have. Like yeah. I said with the college thing, I, mm-hmm. I, I've never seen so many unpleasant stares <laughs> as I saw that afternoon when we had to rewrite an entire paper that we took six hours to write. Right. So that was... Well, it wasn't as easy to back up back then either. No, you had to have a floppy disk, but that's mm-hmm. a whole other... Oh, wow, we're dating ourselves now. Anyway, so um, does anyone have that fantasy of throwing that thing out the window and just for the the satisfaction to watch it just shatter? I've never done it. But have we all had that that fantasy of taking that that piece of junk and throwing it out the window and watching it just break into pieces? Okay. Yeah. So that's just a that's a thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, so um, Rebecca, I would love since you're since you have the computer here today to kind of post what I know. Not everybody even may or may not know what Mercury retrograde is. I'm not even sure exactly what it is, <laughs> except that I try to avoid it. I know that it's an astrological cycle that happens a few times a year. But what is it? What is it about this cycle that makes that happen? Why does that cause communication breakdowns and, and technology fails and well, fights and, and miscommunication between family members and friends and those kind we of can, things? We can definitely post some links we'll to, to some explanations, but, I, but, but my understanding is Mercury is the planet of communication. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so when it right. kind of appears to move backwards, it doesn't literally move backwards, but from our vantage point, it appears to move backwards in the sky. I think it does um, then affect communication. Is that on a frequency level, or is it? Is it I mean, is are the gods angry with us? Oh, okay. So what, let me, what, let me what, 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 is it? Are we yes, being punished? Are we being punished? We are. So not so much punished. <laughs> it's not so much punished. So so Mercury is thought of as the god of pranks, the god of humor, the god of um, the trickster. Anonymous, the trickster. No, he's the deliverer of information messages. Yes, and kind of also the trickster. And so I always tend to look at the Mercury and retrograde season that we have three to four times a year as that period of time where it is, what is that TV show, Punked? Where I'm being punked for three <laughs> weeks uh-huh. and I just have to be on. Because if you, if you, and you have, if you've been through an experience with that, you will notice some correlations between like you said if it's something that absolutely has to happen 
that's the piece of technology will, that will fail for you. And it's At almost the like, exact right well, and I, I think that can happen anytime. Whether and it's it can, smart. and that's I, not to say it only happens in that period of time, but it seems to definitely be more elevated during that period yeah, I think time. Our, our energy can affect our stuff no matter what, whether um, Mercury's in retrograde or not. And I noticed that particularly, as I said, that can happen. So anytime where you're just you know this is like so important and you're putting so much stock in it and it's <laughs> you've got to get it done and that's when it goes yes so is there a scientific reason that mercury retrograde causes no. technology Not fails and communication breakdowns no. okay that um, isn't so yeah you'd have a hard time arguing that with any kind of a scientist at all really we'll, yeah, okay we'll, We'll put some more notes in in our show notes when we uh, get to this. But anytime the the planets are moving, so all of planets are in orbit, and all of the movement of all of the planets around the sun creates a gravitational pull at different degrees for the planets as they you know extend out into the solar system. So. Being that we live on a planet that is mostly water, and as humans, our bodies are made up of mostly water, anytime those subliminal uh, poles on that gravitational, gravity, yeah. right, those are going to affect us. If you notice, um, you know, how kind of how the tides ebb and flow, and a lot of times those are, are very much, well, they are always in sync with the moon and, and the phases of the moon. Because the gravitational pull of the planets in relation to the sun has an effect on how the water moves and, and it does that inside of our bodies as well. So it there is some relationship to where the planets are and how well we're functioning on any given level. Okay. And so, does that include the, the radio waves? Um, do you think that the do you think that the changes in the way that mercury moves or the earth in proportion to in relation to mercury uh, affects the radio or the transmission waves as well or is that something well, so, that hasn't been studied so this yet? is what i was talking about when i said there's plenty of people in my life who scoff at my um you know i don't live or die by astrology but i definitely take it into consideration and they say well astrology isn't science and it has no bearing whatsoever. And I I just think that perhaps we just don't know how to measure some of that yet. I totally agree yeah, with that. Yeah, I agree that. with that. I, I do totally too. I think that, that there's so so many subtle, mm-hmm. subtle things. They're very that subtle energies yeah. and, and sometimes and things like that. I don't you know, like I said, I don't live or die by what some astrologist tells me. But I will listen, and I will take it into account, and I will um, use that to my advantage. And I think that's what astrology and all that kind of energy can really help us with. And also just being aware of energy, and I mean, you know, the subtle energy of the frequencies of our personalities, of our mood, of our bodies, whatever. There's very subtle energy fluxes that go on that can really affect things in big ways. Yeah. But if you're not completely closed off to the idea, you know, you cannot use that information to your benefit. Yeah. But if you're open to it, believe me, I've used it to my benefit many, many times. 
do you think that with the advances in the magic or the appearance of magic of how quickly we can access information now and um, how quickly things happen and how much communication we can have so rapidly around the world is changing people on an energetic level to notice these subtle energies more? I totally think To some degree, there, that is true. And I think that is why you also get the, the, the extreme sort of pushback on it. Too. Oh, what do you mean when you say the extreme sort of pushback on that? You know, as I said, the if you're in the religion of scientism, <laughs> so to speak, you know, you, and maybe because you can feel these things or because whatever, you know, it's becoming quicker and easier and all that stuff that, that they want to hold their hard line even more and harder. Because Who's they? Who's they? The, the people in the religion of scientism. Okay, does that include the government? Some of them. Okay. Uh, and to be clear, that religion doesn't include all scientists. And it doesn't actually <laughs> exist. Right. I just, people who put too much, um, I think I think science is important. I right. just really feel strongly that if, you're, if your argument for anything, everything, all the time is because science then you are in the Church of Sciencesism. Gotcha. Well, and so a note to that, because we are, we're all in this group. We're all empaths. We're all intuitives. We all, we all recognize that we have additional gifts than what are normally recognized by the average person. We, we have learned how to access those parts of ourselves, and we use them in our everyday life. To that said... Out of the three of us, I'm the science geek yeah, in the room. and I'm all and for it. I feel that, that there is so much, thank you, technology, available mm-hmm. to our fingertips right now today, and it's getting better and more robust all the time, that if you are diligent and you go out there and you're specifically looking for it, you will find science that supports a lot of the things that we're talking about. Absolutely. The difference is, is that a lot of those studies and a lot of that research doesn't get a lot of media exposure mm-hmm. because it is it is not the media favorite. It is yeah. not part of the... Because it empowers us. Because it why? empowers us. Exactly. Exactly. Because yes. it gives our power back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's not wow. what... Technology fell and giving ourselves power back. <laughs> right. How they relate. <laughs> well, they do relate. Yeah, be- they do. Because when we know how energy affects things, including our technology, you know, that gives us some power to, to do things in a different way. Well, it, or to approach things in a different way. And I, and I just want to be clear that I'm I'm interested in science as well. I do. I'm not a science denier um, at all. But I just don't. I, I'm a critical thinker. So what I like to yes. do is look at everything, science, astrology, whatever, and all kind of, of the things find the things that make sense within them. And as Libras, I like to find balance in things too. Mm-hmm. Look at both sides of things and make decisions. So I think what's really important, too, is to acknowledge that, here we're going to go off on another tangent for a second here, is that every single one of us living on this planet is vibrating at our own yes. frequency. So our each individual experiences while we're here are going to be completely different than the person sitting, sitting next to us. Now, a lot of times there are some common experiences or close to common experiences, and there can be a lot of overlaps and understanding and perception and stuff like that. 
But at any given moment, my experience with what is happening right now today, whether that's with technology or politics or whatever, even if I'm exposed to the same exact stimulus that you guys are exposed to, I'm going to have a completely different experience with that, even if it's mm-hmm. a very subtle one, than each of you will have. And they've actually done scientific studies to support the fact that each person, there, there is no baseline for reality or for normal because each individual person has an experience as unique as their DNA. Wow, that is really amazing, and that's something that we can continue to talk about, because that is just, that's mind-blowing, and I believe that as well. Um, I'm kind of, like, guided to mention Einstein when we talk about science. Someone who actually kind of bridged the idea between science and philosophy, and kind of some one of those people that just noticed that there was a correlation between energy, the Mm -hmm. energy of things, and the science behind them. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I post this on my Facebook every once in a while, and it says something like, um, match the frequency of what you want, and it can't help but manifest. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, and I don't know if that's an actual Einstein quote or not, because (laughs) I've had people mention to me that that's a bunch of malarkey no, no but no. he did he said something like that like match the the frequency of what you are wanting to create and that has no choice but to manifest so i have a, actually a really simple explanation for why that is and okay. why it's real so think of magnets okay magnets who that are vibrating at a same energy we have no choice but be to be attracted to each other. See, I'm so excited I can't even speak English right now. So when you think about <laughs> magnets and how they're polarized either to or from each other, you get two like magnets and they will attract. There's no you cannot keep them apart. You set them apart on the tabletop and let them go and they will connect to each, way other. to each other. Exactly. By the same token, if you have two magnets who are not supposed to together and you can apply that to be metaphorically people or situations or whatever it does not matter how much you try to force those two magnets together they're not vibrating at the right frequency to be attracted to each other so they repel each other every time and no matter how hard you try to force it together force it to connect those magnets are going to physically repel from each other every time so it's not it's not necessarily spiritual, astrological, or whatever. It's science. That's totally science. That's so, and that's very comforting to know that it's a little. And that, and I, like I said, with Einstein, him being him being such a pivotal and important figure in our, our the mm-hmm. age that we're in, being so aware of and so contemplative of the science and the philosophy both of mm-hmm. things together, and Tesla. Let's bring Tesla oh, into absolutely. it too. That it just it really does uh, bridge the science and philosophical and spirituality together. Mm-hmm. And I do want to mention that there's a great movie, um, and it it doesn't necessarily mention technology fails, but it kind of is along these lines. It's called What the Bleep Do We Know? Oh yes, it's a great movie <laughs> about. Great movie. The nature of energy and yeah. how it relates with na- with other things in nature and yeah. how how this all kind of intercreates itself with what we're talking about today. Well, it's the same. It's that same thing 
that explains why, if you guys can, can go back with me for a second to the days of transistor radio, when you actually had to have a box that you turned into a certain frequency to be able to hear the broadcast, you could only hear a broadcast emitted at that frequency on a receptor that was tuned into that particular frequency. We still have radios today. I'm we sure we say. do. I just want to go plug for one. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Transistor radio. But it's it's the same the same philosophy. Tuning into a station. No one can deny that we can or a television. Yep. No one can deny that there's a frequency of a radio or a television station because they are constantly clicking the remote or on in their right. car. Can you imagine station, right? if all of the channels could access all of the frequencies all of the time? It what utter chaos that would be. Mm -hmm. So that is, that's why designated channels for specific frequencies, mm -hmm. but that's how we operate as, as humans also. So coming back around to technology fail, <laughs> should we wrap that little su subject up about how energy affects our technology? Well, I have one more little subject that okay. I want to bring up, and it's this is something that I know a lot of people talk about. Do we have planned technology fails, meaning planned mm, what I call planned obsolescence, planned obsolescence mm -hmm. by these lovely corporations that want us to buy new products, and I mean in the elements and the arenas of cars, and I mean in the the arenas of smartphones that are costing you know gargantuan amounts of money do those do those technology fails get planned um, on some level so we continue to consume in our first world countries so i have an answer for that okay <laughs> i so, think we all have some on the one hand i think that there is a certain amount of planned obsolescence i do believe in that some of it secretive some of it you know whatever um but i do think that there's you know, an element of that that does mm -hmm. go on. However, I also feel that we're just moving at a super fast pace right now, yeah. and new technology, new um, information is coming at such a high pace that that is why, you know, they actually, a lot of times, a lot of times our, our phones, I mean, the next one is an improvement, and I don't think they planned it that way. You know what I mean? So I think that, I think there's a little bit of both. You do? Yeah. Okay, so you think that some of the, that so so some of it is them trying to consume new product every year. Remember when we used to buy things every five to ten years mm -hmm. and it would last forever? And now it's like if you don't have a new one every year, then you are just out of the next pace generation, with, what, with technology. Yeah, and there's a certain amount of that, but that's some of that's planned, and some of that's just the nature of the beast. And then I also think when we used to, something lasted five or ten years, do you also remember that it had a higher price tag than the other things around it? Absolutely, mm -hmm. especially know, like, in relation to the way things are now and the way that we and pay we for feel, things. We feel things are so expensive, but really, if we were paying for the durability too, then... I think it would be even higher price. Absolutely. Oh, no question. So I think no we're about we're paying partially for this throwaway obsolescence. Is society. That and we can talk about whether that's good or bad another time because I know this is a very heated, long conversation. Mm -hmm. How much? How much time do we have today? I so we're we're not. 
So what, what, what's your part of the answer? Yeah, well, Rebecca, so I was, you, I'm going to completely say? agree with Donna. I think it's a little bit of both, so I should probably go on right now. <laughs> I say, in addition to being the group science geek, I am also the group conspiracy theorist. <laughs> so, oh, I think that I can, I'd like to have a place ooh, in that group, too. Thank yeah, you. I think we're all a little, bit, all a little bit there. So I do believe, I, I can't, I'm uh, maybe by the time this goes to, to publish, I will be able to link you to specific articles to support or whatever. At this time, I can't point you to anything specific, but I do believe that there is an element of planned obsolescence, yes. much like you said, with particularly things that, well, particularly things that the government can get its little dirty fingers into and use to manipulate people with. I think that's such a as? thing. Give, give us some, some examples. Such as smart technology, like your phone and your TV and stuff like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and part of this comes Do you mean from, the TV that's watching us through the, through the camera? Yes, and goddamn Alexa. <laughs> and there she goes. Um, yeah, this so, is PG. So part of PG. this... Part of this comes from, I actually sat in on a Google marketing training many, many years back, and this is the technology they were discussing in that class. So years before anybody was aware that this technology existed, I learned about it, tried to tell people about this <laughs> stuff back then. They all thought I was nuts, and now it's just part of your everyday life. So. It's like it's like they've comforted us into it. That's exactly um, right. They, the way that I remember that it started was Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. It's like... Do you mind that we just listen to everything that you say and that we um, that we record every mess every uh, document every conversation that you have? And so we can. You basically you have to opt experience. in or out, and if yeah. you opt out, you're not allowed to use Facebook Messenger, which is one of the largest messaging exactly. programs in the world, right? Yeah, we all agree to so it. So we all kind of like get a little numb to it and say, you know, I guess the um, convenience over way over arches the privacy issue. And it's absolutely true. And Donna and I have had this conversation here in this, in our Calling All Angels element here where... Because With Alexa? We have, we have There's an Alexa in this room listening. <laughs> and she's listening. Okay. She's listening, you guys. Um, and we've talked about this before. And just how ridiculous it is now to think that you have any, any kind of privacy oh, yeah. or whatever. We've all been without it for so long. What has changed is our awareness of it. Mm -hmm. So we've been... We've been being listened to, recorded, documented, all of that stuff for years and years and years. How many years? I'm going to say at least a decade or longer, probably so longer. So 50 years? Maybe. Not that I don't, to okay. be very honest, I can't answer that. Who you need to consult to get the answer to that is somebody with very extreme military clearance, because that's who knows. Okay. Right? Um, but I think the idea at this stage of the game that we can keep anything private, we put all of our stuff up on the cloud, which anybody with minor mm -hmm. hacking skills can access any time, day or night. We have, carry around our phones in our pockets. It's with us all of the time, always listening to give us a better, I'm doing air quotation marks, better user experience by understanding what our likes and preferences are so that it hears ads that were shown when we Google and stuff like that towards the things that we like. Um, anyway, we we would have to have a whole nother yeah. podcast. The energy of Big Brother. The energy of Big Brother. We It'll will have that topic. as a future sure. topic. Yes, and that, that will come up on a... On a and we're always open to your uh, listeners. We're always open to your, uh, your 
your suggestions too because we love to sit here and talk about the energy of <laughs> should we wrap things up yeah well, i think okay. we can call it a wrap for now donna do you have anything to add before we go no i just think that this was such an interesting and a little bit chaotic discussion in of itself because we were kind of a little bit all over the map but technology is <laughs> like that and it's yeah, really and it all it all actually does relate to the energy of technology fails in yes. some ways because mm -hmm. it's all you know we have to. The only thing I have to say to, is that I hope <laughs> that we don't have a technology fail after we spend all this time talking about this. Me too, because uh, this is a, hopefully this was a good one. I love this one. So I'm just gonna say if we if we have some sort of weird technology issue during the recording of this broadcast that we may not know about yet, we're gonna publish it anyway, so you can experience <laughs> right it right along with us. Right on. You can have the energy of our technology <laughs> fail if that's right. what happens. But we are putting that out there, sir. Yeah. Thank you. So I wanna I wanna say thank you and for that I. You know, this was kind of an off-the-cuff conversation, and just how magically things unfold with these conversations yes, that we have. And I, I just, them. I respect both of you so much, and the opinions oh, and the insight that we all have together. Same, same. And I hope that um, that that translates over to the to the podcast because it's such a joy. And um, yeah, I'll say, I'll end this this um, session by saying thank you to our listeners and thank you to Donna at Calling All Angels oh, here in Middleton. Lakewood. Lakewood. Oh, Lakewood. I'm sorry. I, my brain said Littleton today. It's Lakewood. It's, it's Lakewood. What's there. the address? Uh, 6565 West Jewel Avenue. It's right two. off of Pierce and Jewel. It's mm. really easy. It's like right off Wadsworth if and Pierce. Are, so easy. Denver, come see us. Yes, we'd love to have Totally fun. worth coming to see. There's lots of surprises here. We have so many great conversations. And you can always, these. if you're not in Colorado or you're somewhere else, you can always visit our website because we have a lot of cool stuff there too. And it's uh, calling allangelsdenver.com. Cool. And what a great name for what a great name for what for a uh, business. Callingallangelsdenver.com is the website. But um, again, thank you so much. It's a thank joy you. to do this. It really made my day today. I was kind of feeling a little blah with my technology fail, and I feel so much better. Did it help to talk yeah. about it? Yes, it did help to talk about it. Yay! So Wonderful. We'll sign out for now, and we welcome any comments and suggestions um, below this link. This, yeah. And uh, we will post um, the information that we promised we would about Mercury Retrograde. And, and many we'll, other things. And many other things that Rebecca had um, mentioned along the lines of um, this conversation. Thanks again, and blessed day to you all.